you're teaching on living by the word. Living and walking by the word of God is the only way that we can live and walk and have a victorious life. Living by what you think or what you feel, you will be defeated every time. You will complain every time. A complainer is one that lives by what they see and not by the word. If we are living and walking by the word of God, there's no space to complain because everything that we can find space to complain about is an answer, have an answer in this Bible. The Bible says the Lord is a very present help in a time of trouble. See, we know it, but do, do you believe it? Do you understand it? If we really believe and understand it, every time trouble shows up, you will never lose it. You will always walk in victory and in peace because you know that my God is here, there's trouble around me, God is here. That was in the Old Testament. I can truly say he's not only with me, God is living in me because my body is now the temple of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit lives in us. And Jesus declared that at that day that we will know that he is in the Father, the Father is in him and he is in us. He's dwelling in us. So my present help in a time of trouble, in time of trouble with me, 24 7 he never leave me he never forsake me in the old testament he will come and go but in the new testament he stays Amen. you always will have a Matthew verse 4 and 4 who was my reading somebody told me medicine council oh you're reading from I, I, I just let me know what's going on. I, I, you know, I'm so used to reading from here. But if you can read from there if you like. I have no problem. As long as you read. That's the bottom line is read. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Okay, anyway, Matthew 4 and 4 says, Jesus said, Man shall not live what? No, what you said, man shall, man will. That's what Jesus said. Now, what do you say? Okay. But, but, by what? But some of the words. The words that I like. The words that please me. The words that make me happy. The words that bless me. He says, by every word. Living by to me, living by every word that comes from the mouth of God, what a privilege that the almighty God that created something out of nothing have given us the privilege and the honor to live by his word. I can live by his word. Yeah. In the midst of a problem situation, I can live by his word. Whatever going on that's not pleasing in God's sight, that's not pleasing to him or not disturb my peace, I can live by his word. He said, what a privilege and an honor to be given to a human being to live by God's word. I believe when the church really understand the privilege that we have to live by God's word, 
every word. When problems come, you will go to your Bible and find an answer, which is the word of God. And when you find that answer in the word of God, live it by it, walk by it, say it, talk it, see it, imagine it, until it comes to pass. You live it by it. I'm great this power. Church have a need. The Bible declares that my God and your God shall supply all the church need according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. I will stay there. Every time someone said, well, we need that, I'm living by the word. God promised to supply all the church need according to his riches and glory. He's going to do it through Christ Jesus, not through my righteousness, not through what I am, not what I have done, and not who I am. He did never included why he could supply all our need. He said he applied through his son, Jesus Christ, that paid the penalty for our sin, and that brought us back out of slave market. He said when he do anything for us, it's through the cross. It's not through Betty Swinney living so good. Betty Swinney loved God. I should have loved God. He redeemed me from hell. He delivered me. I should love God. That's because I love God. I don't put him in obligation. You have to do this for me. You got to do that for me. That's because I love you. I love you because you died for me. A lot of times we base God doing things for us on how much we love him. And since I love you when God seems like you think God fell, you stop loving him. But God not blessing us or doing anything for us just because he, we love him. The Bible said he what? First, love us. So what's the big deal about you loving him? Loving God is loving God when everything is going wrong. <laughs> See, loving God is not just loving God when everything is going right. All your bills are paid, your kids intact, everything going good. Now you declare you love God. That's not love, that's condition. <laughs> Loving God is unconditional. I love God when I back up against the wall. I don't know where I'm going to get the next meal from. But my love for God will never change. I love God when all the world and everybody around me might be coming against me. But his love in my heart will never change. I love God because of what come, what may. My love for God will never change. Why? Because you have to develop a love for God. He commanded us to do what? Love. Love one another. Yeah, love is all what? He said, love the Lord your God. He said, I am your God. I am your God. You love me. I am your God. You love me. He said, love the Lord thy God, your God, your God. Love your God. Love your God. Why do you want me to love you so much? He said, because if you love me, when problems come, you will continue loving me. But if you do not love me with all your heart and all your mind, soon as one thing come up, you backslide out of the church. But if you love me, if you say, come hell and high water, you are still in love with me. Oh, my God. Your love for me will never be shaken. But when the love for God can be shaken, you only love God because he's been doing good things, making you happy. But when you're not so happy, can you still love God? See, you love God. 
That's why he said the first thing I want you to learn, Dr. Betty, to me years ago, and love me. So if you develop a love for me, because I know what's going to happen down the line. All hell and everything will go on. But if you love me, you will keep right. If you love me, you will never miss a beat. If you love me, you will continue worshiping me. You will continue praising me. You will continue magnifying me. Oh, so many things going to come that I can see because I know your ending and I know the path that you're going to take. And I see trouble in the past. I see disappointment. I see all these things. But I know if I can develop the love before you start your journey, if I can get you just to love me with all your heart before you start your journey, when hard time comes, disappointment comes, when hurt comes, you will lift your head up high and you will keep on walking and you will keep on praising me. You will keep on magnifying me. You will keep on glorifying me. You will never, never, never in your life have a thought of backsliding and return. You will always love me. If you just can get that in your head first and understand that you love me with all your heart, with everything and nothing matter but my love for God. Everything in this book. Sure to come out as a winner. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love. If you love God, you sure to come out as a winner. Jesus said, I love my father. And I know he will not leave my soul in hell. Because I love him. See, we need to love God enough to know something about him. I love him. You say that so oh how I love Jesus. Says oh how I love Jesus. Why? Because he first loved me. They said to him, to me, he are so wonderful. To me, he are so wonderful. Go on and on. I would well, he didn't bless me the same, but that's all right. It's all good to him. <laughs> I'm trying to teach you with my voice. <laughs> as long as you're coming from my heart, it's all right. <laughs> you can have a pretty voice that comes from your emotion, doesn't break no yokes. But when your voice comes from your spirit, that's so different. Yes. Living by every word that comes from the mouth of God. In every situation, we are to live by the word, not talk your problem. Talk the answer and not the problem. Acts 17, 28 says, in the word, in the word, we live. We live in the word. We live in the word. In the word, we live. We move in the word. In the word, we exist. We exist because we exist in the word. Proverbs 14 and verse 20 says, My son, my daughter, attend, pay attention to my words, to my word. Incline thy ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Let them. Now, the word let means that you have the power. You have the ability and you have the mind not to let the promise of God depart from your eyes. 
It's up to you. It's not up to the church. It's not up to the minister. It's not up to somebody else. It's up to you because you have the power dwelling in you. It's to let and not let. That's when God said, let your light so shine. He said, because only you can let your light shine. Because you can refuse to let the devil light shine in you. So it's no one can get in you and shine for you. And that is so great. No one can change you. Only the Holy Ghost can get in you. I cannot get in you and change the way you think, the way you feel. Only the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will only do it as you yield yourself to the voice of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost tells you things, you obey the voice of the Holy Ghost. Because he was sent to teach us. He was sent to mold us. He was sent to change our direction. He was sent to help us. He is called our comforter. Shouldn't we listen to our comforter? Is someone that gonna comfort me? And I know as I walk through life, I'm being encountered with trouble, knowing that I have a comforter there to help me, to help me in any way possible. He is our comforter. Listen to him. When we start disobeying the voice of the Holy Ghost, when he tells us things that's gonna help us, we still disobey that voice and we wind up in destruction. He was sent by God like an honor. In a purpose that God has given mankind, that he will send something to us. It's such powerful, the creator of the universe, because it was God. It was the Holy Ghost that created the light. When God said, let there be light, the Bible said the Spirit of God, which was the Holy Ghost, moved up on the face of the water, and it created light. That same Spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwelt in us, and he is called our comforter, our present help. He is called our teacher, our way maker. He brings things to our remembrance. Thank God. Because a lot of times the devil tell you that you're losing your mind. But remind him you have something in you that will bring all things to your remembrance. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. Living by every word. He said in him we live. We exist. We exist in him. He said let not the word of God depart from their eyes. Keep. I cannot keep them for you. You keep the word. You keep it. You keep it. God, he said, I have given you the mind of Christ. I have given you the Holy Ghost. I have given you the spirit of Jesus Christ dwelling in you. You can keep. You can keep the word of God present in you. You can do it. You have the power to keep or not keep. It's up to me. I have the power to let or not let. It's up to me. And the Bible says, let the peace of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom and knowledge and spiritual understanding. It's up to me in the midst of a situation to allow peace to dwell or allow my heart to be troubled. He said, let not your heart be troubled. I can stop my heart from being troubled because I have the power. If God tells me to let something, that means something in me, dwelling in me, that can empower me, energize me to not to let my heart be troubled. He said, let not your heart be troubled. When situation problems come, I said, one thing about your heart, you're not going to be troubled. I'm not going to let you be troubled with this problem. You're not going to trouble my heart with this situation. I'm not going to get fearful and wonder what's going to happen. Heart, you're not going to be troubled. I'm not going to allow you to be troubled. I believe in God. I believe in God. I believe in God. Heart, you're not going to be troubled. You're not going to be troubled. God said to me, that's the baby. Let not your heart be 
living God. I will not let my heart be troubled. Trouble, wear the heart down. Fill your mind with fear. I will not let my heart be troubled. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give it, but as I give it. And he said, let not your heart be troubled. Then he said, let the peace of God dwell in you. I will let problem come. You're not going to trouble me. You're not going to trouble me. I will not let my heart be troubled. I want to live. And I want to live in peace. I want to enjoy life. A troubled heart cannot enjoy life. Can't even sleep at night. Your heart always bothering you with what's going to happen. See, a troubling heart is a heart full of fear. And fear torment you. Paint a picture of failure in your mind. That's why the Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. Do not think about the situation. Stop building walls in your head and start creating walls that you cannot put out because you started them yourself. All our problems come from you building them in your own head with your own thinking. That's why the Bible says, my brethren, think on things that are pure. Think on things that are lovely. Think on things that are just. Think on things that are good report. When I start thinking on anything else, guess what? It's going to lead me into the spirit of fear and it's going to trouble my heart. Why would God tell us what to think on? Because he knows if you think on the wrong thing, it's going to take you out. It's going to take you out. That's why we are the most blessed people that ever live upon the face of the earth. God giving us an answer to all humanity, all mankind, whatever mankind come up, or whatever cause mankind to go through anything, I can find an answer. The Bible said, I learned to pray. <laughs> I'll find the answer. I learned to walk by the word and not by what I see. I learned to live by every word. I find the answer. I find the answer living by his word. Not letting his word depart from me in a bit of a problem. You started out believing the word. Stay with it. Stay with it. The Bible said, my words that have gone forth from my life said not return until me void. It shall accomplish and it shall prosper in the place where right until I shed it. Just to give us the, 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 uh, the mindset to stand. Because yeah. God, no human mind yeah. cannot go past what they see. But he given us another mind. And it called the mind of Christ. I think that's in 1 Corinthians 2.16. He said, who have known the mind of the Lord that he shall instruct him? But, however... We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Then Philippians 2 and 5 said, Let this mind be in you, govern you, control you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let it be. Nobody can. I cannot let God's mind be in you. I can talk to you all day long, and I can counsel with you all day, plead with you, give you the word, tell you my bad story, which I should be telling you my life. I think that's going to help you. After I tell you all about my life, and you still, <laughs> and you still 
still walk out doing the thing the same way, saying and talking the same thing. That's why when you counsel with people, start telling them what I went through that and I remember. That's not going to help them. Only thing that God is going to confirm is not your past history, what just happened to you. It's only going to confirm this word. That's why the Bible said you live by this word. That's why we had to go to school and learn this before you would get the church in trouble. Do not give people your life history thinking you're going to deliver them. Only the word of God is going to set people free. If they do not live by this word, it's that you can do, your job is finished. And I'm going to get mad. I done told them over and over. I don't care if God told you a lot of things over and over. You had not changed. Living by the word. When you live by the word, you don't let people out of trouble you. Tell us the truth. You don't live by the truth. That's what I'm saying. going to make you free. I cannot make you free. The Bible said God will make you free. And you made free through the word of God. Well, I didn't get nothing. Well, you didn't bring nothing. Oh, you know. We're always looking for somebody, someone to give us something. You notice that? No. The Bible said you. You let the word of God dwell in your enrichly. You let not your heart be troubled. You, it's not up to the pastor. I cannot pray for you to not let your heart be troubled because your heart was troubled when you came up. And me praying, that means I'm greater than God. God said, let not your heart be troubled. Well, you're not going to listen to my words anyway. If you don't listen to the word of God, what make you go listen to all my natural words I'm telling you? You're wasting your time. And what happened, you get upset with that person. That's right. I told that hard <laughs> If you notice that, you get upset when you tell your story. And the person, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, yeah. They really deliver now. Yeah, who delivered them? You? But they just on the tip of rally. Until the Holy Ghost deliver you. There's no deliverance for you. Until the Holy Ghost delivered just from your spirit, there's not a human being, there's not a book, there's not a person, there's not nothing, nobody, no place, nowhere can deliver you because it's a spirit. And no human can deal with the spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can deal with the spirit because the Holy Spirit was sent to mold you, shape you, develop you into the image of God, their son. That is his job. And he knows exactly what to do to mold you, to shape you. He will not allow nobody else to take his place. That's his job. So many people trying to do it. And that's why people get out of bed in the prayer line. Out of no, you're looking for a man to give you something. What can he give you? You come, ask and pray, but you trust in the God that's in him. Amen. I know we years and years and years ago, the Shamrock, this is my favorite. Roy, Roy and I went to a crusade. We wasn't preaching in the ministry then. And um, oh Lord, we got in the prayer line, Shamrock prayed for us. We that was a no. Roy and I said, let's go back and get another hit. <laughs> and so Roy and I went back up there, and I don't know God must have told Shabbat that was us. When that man hit, 
when he hit my head with them wine hand wet in the passion. My God, I was just, I can't get nothing. I tell you, he knocked me. I mean, he didn't knock me down, but when he hit my head, it just, I don't know, something happened. And I went back. I said, Roy, we're not going back anymore. <laughs> we wanted to get a double potion, like he can tell it That was then. This is now. That's what I'm telling you. Yes, you can pray for people when they come up here and God will heal them. But it's not you healing them. It's the Spirit of God that dwells in that person that's healing you. Oh, you know. Proverbs 4.22 tells us why we should attend to God's Word. Why we should keep God's word in the midst of us. And my time is almost up. But we're going to continue teaching on understanding the pre-existing of the word. That's where I want to go. When you understand the pre-existing of the word before creation, we must understand that. And I believe an understanding of the pre-existing of the word. You have to take the word all the way back to the beginning and see the fire of the word and how the word came down through generation and what the word created and then i believe when you read this word you're reading it with a different mindset you know you can trust it because you walked it all the way down from the beginning because the word had no beginning it was already here before the beginning the word began the beginning so you need to go back and read it in the beginning Guess what? I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the Word, in the beginning, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit was in the Word. They are the Word. I'm not going to give you too much. They are the Word. That's why the Bible said, man shall not live by word. When he says, Man shall not live by bread alone, so I go by every word. You mean man ought to live by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. They are in the word. We are to live. And he said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. So man ought to live by the spirit of God, the spirit of God the Father, the spirit of God the Son, the spirit of the Holy Ghost, because they all are one. That's why the Bible says, in him, in Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And in him we are complete. We are complete in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That is the word day. The word consists of the three Godheads. And this is going to be good. And I believe understanding. The Bible says get knowledge, but with all of our getting, it was. We need to understand the word. Understand the word. And I think you will honor the word more. Use the word more, but you understand. No way in the word is word. I understand what God said. My word that have gone forth from my mouth, my mouth shall not return to me void. I understand and I know why. See, you need to know why God said it would not return. Give God the glory. We'll see you next week. See, lack of understanding, you have no motivation to trust the word but for a season. But when you understand why God said that my words that have gone forth from my mouth shall not return unto me void. Why? You need to know that. 
So when you understand that with the revelation knowledge, then when you speak the word of God like in the name of Jesus, the Bible says, whatsoever you bound on earth, right? Shall be what? Whatsoever you loose, shall be what? We read it, we know it, we shout about it, but do we use it? Do we believe it? See, if we really believe that, we would never talk about a single person. We would never ever talk about our need because when anything come up, you know if you bound it up, it cannot move any further. It is bound up because the word of God said it. The word that was before the beginning that created the beginning, that word said it. And that word possessed the Godhead. And he said it. Whatsoever you, whatsoever you, then I said, you know what? I'm gonna bind up sickness. And what do I want to lose? If I believe it, I believe it. He didn't give me no particular thing to bind up. He said, whatsoever is across the board. Whatsoever you, you, you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you, 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 you the one loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. What do you want to lose? So you have to know the word. You have to know that if I loose this thing, it's loose. I know the word of God was in the beginning, before the beginning, before the beginning. Start the word, begin the beginning. And the word cannot fail. You have to know the word for yourself. Know it. And understand the word. You know it, but understand it. The Bible says wisdom, wisdom is the principal thing to get. But with all Get in the word book, word that get some understanding. Because with all that word that you have, it only make you mad because it's not working. It only upsets you because it's not working. Why? You do not, we do not understand the word. And you see, you, you only trust what you do not understand for a season. But when you understand if that word has left the mouth of God, hell can freeze over. I'm going to shut up. That word going to fulfill this meaning. If it has to go to hell and high water, ten hells, that word is going to fulfill this meaning. I know the word like that. Don't care what it comes like. It's just like the rain that comes down from heaven. You never ever been able to see that rain go up. But the Bible says, My word is greater than the rain, for the word made the rain. So make the word greater than the rain. And he said, My word is like that. But rain was made by the power that dwelt in the word rain. See, you got to. I'm going. I'm not going wild, but I'm going in the spirit world. So you just have to pray your mind to go. The word rain means that rain come down. Well, who's going to make it come down? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit that dwells in the word what? Rain. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word what? With God. And the word was God. And God consists of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. So we'll get on to teach on that for a while. It's helping me, and I know it's going to help you. I want to understand the word more. Understanding the word more, we will walk with your head up high in every situation. Because you know that the word of God 
it will fulfill its meaning. You're not worried about the time. You know it's going to come to pass because the word said it will come to pass. You're not going to try to help it, push it, or do anything. But just continue going back your merry way because you know he who promised is what? God bless you. Okay.